Oh my god, you're a goofball. Can we do give me the year? Can yeah. you do that? I can do that. <clears throat> okay, let me so just we're drinking mix. <laughs> Is that why you buy the little Pepsis for mix? No, because if I buy the big ones, the kids just chug it anyway. But if I buy little cans, I hide them in the fridge and I go, nobody touch that. That's for something I got planned. And they don't touch it? Yeah, if I don't, I, it gives me like a 48-hour window and then they no longer give a shit about I what I said. I think my wife does little cans to try to make herself feel better about herself. You just refer to your wife as little cans? Oh, I should. <laughs> <laughs> she will murder you. Old men rolling dice. Everyone is welcome at our table. Nostalgia is what we do. Okay, Brie. Okay. Give me the year. It was 1998. Jesus Christ. Do you know how young that makes her? Oh my god, yeah. Your year? I wasn't born for another two years. This is this is why we're old men rolling days. And I, me. I think that's the neat part though, is like getting a different perspective, right? Because I mean we're definitely yeah, go with that. We're definitely talking to somebody who's got a different gaming experience in terms of introduction to the game. Yes, absolutely. Wait, and I can tell you. Did already. you call her Bree? That's fine. People might not know who you are, though. We have oh. Affy with us today. Yes. Oh. People know who Affy is. It's like she has like multiple... Uh... It's a pseudonym. It's mm. my stage name. Ooh, a stage name. <laughs> we should get stage names. It's like I'm like candy or... Buck Naked in the Bare Bottom Band. <laughs> have you ever seen the Primus video with Buck Naked in the Bare Bottom Band? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my favorite. I've always <laughs> thought if, if I could... Yeah. It's fine. So when you're driving your car, you just make a turn to the left and... Not even the direction we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we are right now. Okay, let's... Big shock. Uh, Affy has an amazing entry to the game. It's not even Dungeons and Dragons. No, it's not. It was a free-form role-playing in, like, Yahoo chats. Like, you, before they got rid of the user rooms and, like, all of the weird pedo shit that was going on. Yeah, it was free-form role-play. Was there pedo shit going on? Oh, yeah. I played in um, White Wolf. Used to have forums. Yes, and I would play White Wolf in like I would play Werewolf and Vampire in the White Wolf forum. Yeah, I had no idea any of this existed. <laughs> I found out about this today. Right. Today, yeah, yeah. So the the one chat room was the Vampire Tavern. You know, instead of an I, it was a Y. Got to make it edgy. <laughs> and yeah, everybody is there a was difference like, between a vampire with an I and a vampire with a Y? Uh, edge. Edge. Yeah, but yeah. in D and D, is there a statistic, a different stat block for a vampire? I don't think so. Well, I think you have to put an X in there to make uh, it a, to make it a yeah <laughs> X vampire. Yeah, so that's where it started. It was like one line, two line role play back and forth with whoever you were role playing with. So it's like you would post uh, you would post what your actions or what you. Yep. But let me ask you this: Was there a lot of inner dialogue being posted too? As I remember when I played on White Wolf, that people would post inner dialogue just to make their character sort of... Uh, Fleshed out more? Yeah. Uh, at first, no. But Yahoo evolved from the Vampire Tavern... To, I'm just hitting the mic. That's okay. Uh, it evolved from the Vampire Tavern to more of a White Wolf thing, and it actually had like 
you know, here's where you can fill out a character sheet and stuff. I didn't know what it was at the time. It was just like, hey, cool, I can write down shit about my character. That's fun. Mm-hmm. And then I have it, like, readily available the next time I play people them. Did, people didn't have character sheets, though, did they? Not ones that they shared, but it was, like, generally speaking, they would have, like, just a sheet of information about their character. So how do you... How do you <clears throat> I know how I started off in mine, but how do you start off in that? Like you, you log in, you sort of read, like it, it's a real time form, right? Things, yeah. Things. Yeah. If it's a busy night, it can literally be just scrolling. Oh, by. absolutely. It, it's so, a chat room, so, so like it's just. Does young Affy like start watching and reading and go, "Oh, I can jump in on this"? Yeah, pretty much. And then just make a post. Yeah, I. Even young young Affy had anxiety, so I sat and watched for a good hour. Just trying to get like a feel for the room and what be like, "What does that mean, young Affy? You don't have anxiety now, do you?" Oh God, yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> Affy's one of the most outgoing people I know. I'm not. She it's is. all a lie. She is. It is. It is introversion. Uh, you literally obnoxiousness. De- okay, this, this might be <laughs> crippling to you then, but you literally run Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. On Twitch. Yep. In front of tens of people. <laughs> Well, maybe 10 at the time of the playing. Yeah. But then that, you know, I've seen those video numbers. There's more views on it than 10. Yeah. Yeah. And some of those are Artemis, admittedly, because they'll watch the episode like eight or nine times. We should do a shout out for Artemis. Artemis is amazing. We love them. Good morning, Artemis. Good morning, Artemis. Good morning, Artemis. So do you remember, do you remember what the first, so was it vampires you were doing? Uh, I played, if I remember correctly, uh, I was Black Dragon. Keeping in mind, I was 12. Okay. I was Black Dragon, and I was a shape-shifting dragon. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that is pretty yeah. cool. I'm not judging. Yeah. Okay, so, so you're role-playing online. Yep. Uh, uh, how long, d- does that go on for a long time? Oh, yeah. It essentially went until Yahoo closed their user rooms, which, granted, mm-hmm. was a good idea because, ugh. and then it was on AOL, they had user rooms, so we'd make like. I our feel own like stuff. user rooms were though like the predecessor to things like Discord. Essentially, more or less, yeah. You would make a room, and it would have some sort of theme to it. Usually, when you joined, there was some sort of like entrance intro or whatever, yeah. and then you'd role play in it. Yeah. The same with Discord. So why a black? Why a dragon? I've always loved dragons. Okay. I read The Hobbit when I was eight, and. I did a book report on it, and I made smoke out of paper mache and cool. clothes on, hangers. You're a fantasy fan, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Been Pri- that way prior since. to playing D&D. Yeah, my dad got me into like The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and stuff when I was a kid. Oh, good parent. And yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I my first main um, foyer into the fantasy realm was, was The Hobbit. The, Hob- and, um, the Hobbit's my favorite. I know everybody loves the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The Hobbit movies were not maybe as, no. as top notch. I have feelings. So we're not going to talk about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> okay. We, we won't talk about Triggered. that. Triggered. But, uh, but the Hobbit book. Oh, absolutely. it was so good. Absolutely. I think it's the first time I remember actually spending my own money as a kid to buy a book to yeah. read. Like was when I went and bought my copy of the Hobbit, which I still have. It's beautiful. Yeah. My grandmother yeah. bought me mine. Like I tried reading the Lord of the Rings as a kid, and that's a very hard read for an adult. I think it's dry. It is very dry. You know, you spend a whole chapter about Hobbit feet. Yeah. It's kind of. Which I guess if you're you into wa- feet, it's what okay. makes you wonder. I was just going to go there. <laughs> J.R. Tolkien with a foot fetish. It's fine. I guess the question I have is: At what point in time does all of a sudden it jump from an online forum that's sort of a free forum 
to an actual organized game system and gaming? Like, where's where's that first step? So the first step, I would say, was when the sort of Yahoo chat user room kind of transitioned into White Wolf Vampire. It, it wasn't as established and like character sheets and rolling and stuff, mm-hmm. but they still had. Um, we had character sheets that we could utilize if we wanted to. And then you had like the playbooks and stuff that you could read to kind of get an idea of like your clan or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like there was more to it than just kind of making something up in your head. There was like, this is what your family is like. This is, yeah. There were some boundaries. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. And well, and if I remember the white, like occasionally someone would go, I'm going to actually run a, run a game mm-hmm. and you know, I need a group of players and there were actual character sheets involved, as opposed, to, and you would play the character that you're, you were playing in the sort of the chat rooms. If I recall correctly, at some point, Yahoo actually did integrate a dice rolling oh, module. If oh. I remember correctly, don't quote me. And then transitioning to actual in-person play, couldn't give you a year. Okay. <laughs> it all kind of blends together. But I did try three point five. Um, at some point, it wasn't a good experience for me, just no? from gatekeeping. Really? Yeah. Because it was like early 2000s. Because you were a girl? Yeah. This amazes me every time I hear about it. I just think that, um, yeah, we were just happy to have people at our table. Oh, gotcha. And to have a girl at the table. I mean, I'm, I was terrified of girls, but I still am. I know I'm I can I can sense the fear right now it's just radiating <laughs> you've got the frightened effect yeah I, I don't at the time I didn't understand it I just knew I wasn't welcome yeah and that's unfortunate and that may have been just how empathetic I am it wasn't like openly so, hostile uh, you don't need to give away any yeah. names of that but is this just a group of people that you know that happen to be playing the game and go hey do you want to come out and try it or no I went to a game store oh, in okay. Stone Creek and I'm like, I really want to get into like D&D or, or whatever, some sort of tabletop yeah. situation. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we've got a group that gets together, X date, whatever. So I showed up in the next one. It's supposed to be like an open sort of adventures league type yeah. situation. And yeah, no, I wasn't. Oh, that's crappy. Was not welcomed. Uh, when we when we spoke to Keisha and Kayla, th- they professed sort of something similar. I feel like it was just kind of the same for me. It wasn't like open hostility or anything. It was a lot of microaggression. My wife might be here with the boom. Uh, okay. So well, Jason goes and does that. So <laughs> was it just the one session you show up and try? I tried a couple. I thought maybe it was just my own nerves that kind of like yeah. made me feel like I wasn't driving, I guess. Sure. But no, it was, I don't even want to say microaggression because it wasn't aggressive. It was just very dismissive. So micro dismissive. Yeah. Like, I couldn't do anything right with my character. If I wanted to do something, Mm -hmm. people at the table would be like, no, do this instead. So I couldn't play my character. Is everything cool? We have some guests here. I just wanted to make sure they were all good. Oh, who's here? The other people we invited for the recording today. So why did you bring them down here? Because they're sitting and talking upstairs right now. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) So 3.5, not a really welcoming experience. Mm-mm. You mentioned that they that you're not really allowed to play your character, which I think was a common thing in 3.5. There was a lot of min-maxing, and people that knew how to manipulate the game's rules would then commonly make suggestions to other players on, like, do this, do that, do this, do that. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, and maybe it's I was just more sensitive to it or something, but it 
it didn't feel like that was well, sure, the conversation from anybody else at the table. It's also your first time out trying yeah. the game in its sort of I just quote unquote play. pure form. Yeah, yeah. And you just want to play and give it a try. From 3.5, where do you go? 3.5, I pretty much didn't do tabletop for a long time. Um, You're like, that was a crappy experience. I'm it done. was, yeah, it was super crappy and I didn't want to be involved in something that made me feel crappy. Mm-hmm. So I went back to online because you can hide behind a screen yep. and nobody needs to know that I'm a female mm-hmm. or I'm a man or whatever. It was just, this is the character. This is who you see. That's all that matters. Yeah. But again, you go back to something that's more free form. It's not as, yeah. here's a character <laughs> sheet. Here's the rules. Yeah, I did that. And then I did something called, um, don't laugh at me, uh, e-wrestling. <laughs> e-wrestling? Yeah. What is e-wrestling? So it's essentially still the free form role play. Okay. But you're a, a wrestler, like this in WWE. This is amazing. Yeah. This is amazing. I called it competitive writing. Yes. Because your posts and your stories were pitted against your opponent for that week and then you were scored on it. Mm-hmm. So whoever won won the match. Yeah. So yeah, I did competitive writing for a little bit. That's awesome. Do you yeah. like wrestling? I used to. Wow. I, I used to be into uh, I would not have guessed WWF that. for a long yeah. time. Yeah. I have never seen wrestling. Get out of my house. <laughs> like you've never seen it like you've never watched WrestleMania? Yeah. No. I, what I, the I, hell? Yeah. I, Shame. Uh, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I grew up in a house full of boys. Like, we were all, no, I don't think any of us ever watched. I've never, oh, that's I cool. mean, I remember seeing like the ads on TV or whatever. It's the uh, same with Monster Truck. I, I've not seen did, that either. I need to know, did your wrestler have a name? And can I, uh, uh, can you remember? Guinevere Jordan. Guinevere Jordan. Yeah. And then at one point she, she died. Oh no. And was resurrected. Oh, and came back as like aphrodisia, yeah. which has been my handle since then. Since, yeah. uh, did you have a finishing move? Uh, yes, it was called the French kiss because she was <laughs> French. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, what what is the French kiss? So, uh, I'm a little fuzzy, but I'm pretty sure once they were like incapacitated, I'd lick their cheek. Oh my god! And climb up onto the turnbuckle and do yeah. like a flip or something and land on them. I and love then it. Them. I love it. So when does 5th edition come along? 5th uh, edition came along, I want to say, six, five or six years ago, maybe. Do you get in right at, so that would almost be the start of 5th edition. I think so. Yeah. Uh, my friend Alana at work, she started talking about maybe trying it because she'd seen something online about wanting to try it. Yep. And we found out one of our coworkers, he um, was DM. Okay. And then we got this whole group together at work and started playing. That's how 5e started. Work D&D is amazing. It was good up until the point where one of them got fired and it was the DM. (laughs) The DM got fired. And then you're out of DM and this is where you step up. Yeah, essentially. I started DMing for that group. Uh, I basically picked up where the old DM left off with um, Horde of the Dragon Queen. Yep. It sort of like fizzled out with like COVID and everything. Sure. Like between there, between starting that and COVID, uh, I met Agni yeah. Stu on um, online through Alana actually, because she was looking for another avenue to play. And she's like, I met this guy. He's in like a role playing group. He said we can join him for D&D with Fantasy Grounds. I'm like, I've never heard of Fantasy Grounds. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. But sure, why not? And then Vince was working nights. My husband Vince was working nights. Mm-hmm. And I was basically alone. So I would play pretty much every night with these guys. 
finding a group of people that can play once a week yeah. is tricky. So finding a group that would play like nightly, yeah, that's amazing. And it was never planned. It was like, hey, I don't have anything to do. Can yeah. we play? And pretty much everybody was like, yeah, let's do it. And is that where you play? What character do you play with, with them at that point? Uh, I started off with... Is that with... Mo- uh, Moria. Moria, yeah. Yeah. She uh, red tiefling, winged tiefling, and I screwed the DM's campaign accidentally because she has wings. <laughs> yeah, flying flying is tricky. to. Nap. DMs can have a lot of like, okay, this is how the story is going to go, and then someone goes, oh, by the way, I can fly. Yeah. And it changes like a lot of, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think the first time I... They brought me in on like a tester just to see, like teach me how to use fantasy grounds yep. and stuff. And it was like puzzle based rather than combat just to get me started. And at one point they're like, well, we have this puzzle and there's like a big pit and, you know, obviously there's like a way to go around the room on these pedestals yep. that are sticking out. It's like, well, I'm just going to fly over and grab the thing. <laughs> and he's like, well, fuck. <laughs> I've been in this exact campaign. Yeah. I love how one mechanic can just be such a, like a train wreck. It's true, because when you're drawing a map or a dungeon, everything is very two-dimensional. You don't mm-hmm. start thinking above the floor level. No. Right. You know, one, one of the greatest obstacles can just be that pit, and how do they yeah. get across it? Because Are they going to use rope? Is someone going to... In many cases, you want them to make the roll to make the jump, right? I don't know how many times in first edition we would, like you would just use a halfling, and you would tie the rope around him and throw him yeah. to the <laughs> other side of the pit. Yeah. Like exactly. that, was, that was a regular... That's what your halfling rogue did. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, throw me. Yeah. <laughs> throw me. Toss me. You'll have to toss me. I hope what people take away from this is that if you have, if your first experience with D&D is bad, maybe give it a second shot. Absolutely. I would say now is probably the best time to go and give that a shot because there are so many tables and there are so many tables that are so inclusive. Like nobody is pushed away from the table unless you're an asshole. Group, group makeup is everything. Oh yeah. Like, even even the accepting tables that are really open, you could sit down and go, this was not fun because X, Y, and Z. So find a table that doesn't do X, Y, and Z. And when you hit yeah. that table that clicks, you know. Like oh, when absolutely. you're sitting at a table and, and it just melts. Okay, well, that was great. Yeah. That was great. How do we end these? I don't know how we end it, but I think it's really neat because that was an origin story that didn't start with an actual physically produced tabletop game, which is really cool. Because I had no idea about the whole form thing that existed. Yeah. Would have been neat to yeah, be part of it. That would have been like neat to be part of it. Forums and stuff too, like in yeah. there. But for the most part, it was live chat. Just want to take a minute to say uh, thank you to our guest Afi tonight. Um, this is Jason and Jeremy from Old Men Rolling Dice, and you've been listening to Geek on the Borderlands. Mm-hmm.